the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Difference Makers on True Talk 800. Hello, friends. I'm Mike Lee, Director of Local Ministries for True Talk 800, 93.9 KPDQ, Talk 1640, 93.1 L-Ray, and 104.1 The Fish Proud. That Fish Fest is coming back Saturday, August 19th, featuring Mercy Me, Matthew West, Mac Powell of Third Day, Andy Minio, and Jordan Feliz. What better way to promote your church, ministry, or business than in front of thousands of people with your own booth at Fish Fest Saturday, 93.1 Elway's Reventone Sunday, or even at both events? Get noticed the weekend that people from all over the world will be coming out to Salem for the Eclipse, and there's also the Pastors Masters Golf Tourney, July 24th, the Pastors Appreciation Breakfast featuring Brian Chappelle, October 10th, and Secret Keeper Girl, October 17th and 19th, shows our girls how to be confident, well-adjusted teenagers by starting when they're still young. Talking about the crucial tween years of 8 to 12 years old, that's when they're already forming values and beliefs about friends, dating, sex, boys, body image, and true beauty. To get in on any or all of these events, just shoot me an email to mikelee at kpdq.com. That's mikelee at kpdq.com to find out how you could have your very own booth at any or all of these events. We have a couple of newlyweds in the studio. Special friends, you may remember Chef Leo Griego from the Christian Culinary Academy and Christian Chefs International. And his new bride, Lizette, is in the studio alongside him. So welcome, Leo. Lizette, how are you today? We're great. Thank you. Thank you, Mike, for having us. It's a blessing to be in Portland again. Well, thanks Uh, so much. Living on the beach is nice, but it's nice visiting our sisters and brothers in the city. Well, people... Familiar with Christian Chefs International and the Christian Culinary Academy, might remember you more from the Canby area before you made the big move. Do you remember how long ago that was offhand? Five years ago, I think. In we were in Canby for like maybe six and seven years ago. I think we've been in Cannon Beach now five years. And how's it been? Is the it, transition pretty much completed by now? That this isn't your first rodeo. Absolutely no. Uh, but we have been in Cannon Beach. The Lord moved us from Canby. Um, while I was still not even here, and started the school in ministry in at the uh, Christian Conference Center in Cannon Beach, well-known and well-loved place, home of E. Cola Bible School. So it was a perfect place for our students who were coming to be able to stay. Their, their, their partners, if you will, were Bible school students. So it's trying to be a wonderful relationship with a wonderful staff all focused on what the Lord is doing in their lives and wanting to form that and instill that into our youth, the Bible school, so they have the same mission, because ours is about that exactly. We are a Christian culinary academy, so it's about Christ first, then all the culinary stuff later. So it's been a bit of a natural marriage between Christian Culinary Academy and the Cannon Beach Center, hasn't it? Very much so. I kind of think of it as organic. It's kind of been growing 
as a plant grows. God provides the growth. So speaking of natural marriages, <laughs> welcome to the family officially, Lisette. And Thank you. Uh, what was really neat about the last time that you hosted a dinner and that you invited us out to was just getting down to have a meal with you and share a table and find out that we've got a lot of common threads, your Long mm-hmm. Island upbringing among others. Yes, Mike. So I want to know, where did you two meet in the first place? You can go ahead and answer. Okay. We, uh, we met online with the Christian Chefs International, and um, the relationship just progressed from there. So where were you living at the time? I was living in Colorado working at a Christian camp called Red Cloud. I was the executive chef there. Oh, that's neat. So what exactly were your duties at Red Cloud? Were you working with kids or what? Well, I was in the family and adult ministry and then we also had a youth camp ministry, and um, we used to uh, wind up combining the ministries uh, at the end of the week. So they both shared um, activities. They would do horseback riding. Um, they would do uh, peak hikes. They would do, we would do a breakfast trail ride, which my staff was involved with. And then um, they would also do uh, 30-mile bike rides. So they ha- they had a lot of different activities to um, choose from. Did you enjoy Colorado? Was that a fun place to live? Colorado was beautiful. I was in the San Juan Mountains. Uh, the camp was located in Lake City, Colorado. So the two of you met online through this Christian Chefs. Yes. She was basically a member. Uh, Christian Chefs International is the organization that umbrellas the Christian Culinary Academy. So we've always been around since... Uh, those many years ago when it was actually called the Christian Chefs Fellowship. So it was an online fellowship for people of like hearts and like minds, people that were in the food service industry on some level, yet needing that touch of Christ that they weren't able to. Most culinary people work on Sundays, work on weekends, they work in the evenings. So it's hard for a cook, a professional cook, harder, put it that way, to have a home church, to have a home base, even if their family goes, they don't get to be involved. And so we gave them, uh, the Lord opened up this ministry through uh, Ira when he was going to school and going to a Bible club on campus to take that onto the internet. So now we gave us room for all of us to to be able to fellowship strictly that, hey, Jesus, Jesus, yay. You know, we could do that and encourage people. We did some radio shows and uh, as uh, as reaching out, like what you do, Mike, you're uh, reaching out to people, encouraging them in their walk and letting them know the good news and all the different ways. So we did the same thing. And she was, we have a membership that uh, includes housewives and anybody that's interested in food. And uh, Chef Lizette being a professional chef also and a Christian. Also, we have lots of those. And that's how we knew of each other for a long time. And then the Lord just put us into a relationship where I was helping her and, uh, you know, anytime somebody gives me their resume, <laughs> you didn't learn a lot about a person. So it just grew from there. And uh, we knew that God was in this ever since the beginning. And he just put it together really quickly, really specially. And, uh, we're on his way doing his thing. And we're really excited about it. So by referring to Ira, we're talking about Ira Kriza, who's been a, mm-hmm. a past guest here on Difference Makers as the the head of Christian Chefs International. And we, we certainly had a lot of fun at your international conference. 
back in March. And Graham Kerr was kind enough to make the Skype trip, Dan, because his health wasn't exactly on his side. But he's just such a wonderful and engaging man. So as the two of you were growing up loving cooking, was Graham Kerr one of your early influences? The yeah, as we Gallican shared Burnett? and I've shared it. He was one of my first. I was a young kid. You know, you come home from school, you turn the TV on, right? Kind of the normal American kid thing to do at the time. And mm-hmm. I would watch a couple of shows, and one of them was this crazy cook guy. And I was already into food. I've always loved food. And I'm watching this guy who's just so passionate about his food, and he's having a great time. And I was so entertained. And I'm, I just, he just really turned me on to what, what the potentials of food could be. So it's kind of, it's kind of wonderfully, you know, uh, God is odd in a way that he turned it into my life so that all these years later, I actually got to meet the gentleman, get to know him and his wife, who is now with our Lord. And, um, you know, it's just fantastic. And he's still that wonderful, bubbly, vivacious personality. But it's so awesome to see that his focus is on using himself in glorifying God and sharing about the changed life that involves Jesus Christ, which we all do. So it's all about sharing that testimony of what a changed life can do and how to incorporate that in what we do day by day. We're in the studio with Chef Lizette and Leo Griego. So Lizette, was your initial experience in the cooking world similar to Leo's? Did you like watching Graham Carey as you were growing up? I had watched him, but actually, I have to confess, my favorite is Jacques Pepin. So I always loved the way uh, he uh, did his techniques so uh, clearly and so elegantly. And I really liked the way he, um, he presented things. So did you know, Lizette, that you wanted to pursue cooking as a career pretty early on? Yes, I was about 14 or 15 when I joined my brother in the kitchen. He was a chef at a local country club. So uh, what I wound up doing was I went in as a kitchen helper, and I just loved it. I fell in love with it, the busyness of it, you know, what you could make out of certain things. You can use three ingredients and make 20 different items, you know, and I just was really... um, I was really enthralled with the um, with the whole experience, so to speak. Well, you are not only an expert teacher and chef today, Lizette, but in these humble beginnings, working alongside your brother, what was your very first job in the restaurant industry? Uh, I actually washed a pile of pots. That was my job for mm-hmm. half of the first summer, and then... Um, my brother wound up using me as a prep person at the end of the summer. And then the next summer when I went back to the country club, I was a full-time prep person. So was it annoying for your family to have you do well at washing dishes out <laughs> in the field, but maybe not so enthusiastically at home? Oh, no. You know, we all had our chores. So we all had to kind of stick, stick to the workload and do our chores as they came up. Well, we've got about a minute before a break, friends. We are on Difference Makers with Chefs Lizette and Leo Griego of Christian Chefs International and the Christian Culinary Academy. You can find out more information at the website christianchefs.org. That's christianchefs.org. And I've linked that up to the Difference Makers page on truetalk800.com. So when we return, more with Chef Leo and Chef Lizette on Difference Makers on True Talk 800. Welcome back to Difference Makers on True Talk 800. Mike Lee here with chefs Leo and Lizette Griego 
Not only sharing about what's cooking with life, but also about the Christian Culinary Academy. More information can be found online at christianchefs.org. That's christianchefs, plural, dot O-R-G, which I have linked up at truetalking100.com on the Difference Makers page. But Lizette, Leo, for people who might be less familiar with Christian Chefs International, can you give us the big picture? What exactly is the Christian Culinary Academy, which relocated from Sandy out to this wonderful conference center out in Cannon Beach? Yeah, Um, It is. It's a one-year intensive program, and when we say intensive, we mean it. It's uh, a lot of work. We believe in... uh, in stewardship on every level, including the money that you spend for an education. So we we believe we are giving two years of quality education in one. Uh, it's a lot of work, plus including work experience at a real restaurant in the community in their, in their weekly educational walk, along with the, the important stuff. Every day starts with devotions. Every day we're encouraging them to reach out to Jesus and everything they're doing. So... It's awesome, and mentioning you mentioned the website, and the other big, big connection is uh, the Facebook page. You know, they always say that. Please like us. We say, love us on Facebook. Uh, and that's also uh, just uh, look for Christian Chefs, and it should pop right up there. And uh, more information. Uh, Mike, you mentioned uh, to get more information, but we also, at the website or on the Facebook site, uh, you can get linked up to get signed up to a newsletter. Comes out like quarterly, just enough to keep people in mind of what's been going on. Because, uh, for instance, uh, the big news so far right now is that we just finished another year. Uh, To say we graduated a class is a bit of a misnomer, but they've finished that that portion of their education. And now they are going off into the real world. But before they can get the little piece of paper, uh, they have to do uh, an internship. So... For three or four months, depending on where they're working, they're going to be out there working in the real world, getting using every tool they learned, taking it to the streets, to a, a place, uh, and then once they finish that, then they can have the little piece of paper be officially graduated, and sometimes that takes a person a while, but so we start with, uh, we talk about organic growing, we plant the seed, we water it, we mulch it, we dung it, we do everything we're supposed to do. And uh, we had seven students just uh, released into that, just kind of graduated from the in-house portion of the education. And they're all out there doing working in or starting their internships. And so we're excited. It's great to see people from the Canby classes still reporting in, still in the industry, uh, and all along to see what God has done in their lives because that's the major focus. So we're excited about that. They're out in the world and uh, – also, for restaurants out there, uh, might be interesting for them to know that uh, there's a potential there to have internships. Intern means free help. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they're there to learn the real world work. And uh, it, can, it can be that way. It can be a blessing to an organization that, uh, that uh, needs that kind of, uh, uh, would like to have that kind of an opportunity to share what God's doing through them in their restaurant with some younger people in uh, coming up into the world. So uh, we have a lots of things going on. Like you said, uh, right now at summertime, we're in between. We're, we're kind of out busy. Um, you know, Lizette uh, and I met in through the Ministry of Christian Chefs International. Uh, we both teach um, in different portions. 
She is uh, our go-to person at the conference that you attended. She was the guest speaker, presenter, teacher at our special diets section of that conference. And in our class every year, we do because it's so important. People are so uh, eating for health reasons, so into what goes in their bodies. So we love that we can do that and also give them Jesus, which you want in there anyway. And uh, she leads those classes. She's uh, well-versed and knowledgeable. And, uh, of course, she's also celiac, so she's had to live with it. So in sharing her passion with food, it kind of goes hand in hand. So she's teaching that, and I teach. I sit on the board of directors. So we love seeing how the the school is growing. But, yeah, don't forget Facebook, another great place to go look for information. And that would be the Facebook page, Christian Chefs International, nice and easy to find. So by all means, Lizette, Leo, please feel free to boast upon some of the restaurants that your students from Christian Culinary Academy have interned at. Any great success stories or restaurants or students that you're especially proud of? Every one of them. You know what I mean? They've done uh, different ministries. There's been some churches that have uh, taken them in to do their internship. Um, now, are most of these on the coast by Cannon Beach, or are they no, all over the place? No, they're all over the country. Uh, most of the students come from all over the country. Um, we're Christian Chefs International, and last year we got uh, the uh, another exciting thing. We got the officialness, I don't know how to put it, <laughs> into actually receive student from overseas. And we have a student in Australia that feels that the Lord is moving them to come to school here and is such as right now, so please keep them in prayer. It's like selling their car, selling everything, so that they can come to the United States so they can go to school with us at the Christian Culinary Academy. So we're very excited about that, what God's doing in in the lives of people all over the world. So by the same time, we had people do internships in England. We've had them do them all wow. over the country, yes. In church ministry, in restaurants, uh, you know, already we have so many that I can't think. There's yes, there's people still in the industry. They're working at well-established, nice restaurants. They're doing things uh, in in ministry and mission work. They wanted to learn to cook so that when they do mission work, they would be better able to serve hundreds of people. You know, if it, somebody asked you, said, "Mike, go feed those five hundred people," you might go like, uh, "Okay, get me five hundred boxes of macaroni and cheese or something." You can't. It's with these now. They have the tools they can take. Like Chef Lizette said earlier, take two or three ingredients and make a meal, you know, and see the the multiplication of the loaves and the fishes. When God had two ingredients, he fed a multitude and they were filled and had leftovers. So we love sharing that. And uh, so the students are out there. They're, they're in the world and we're praying for them and they're being a blessing. And the reports we get back is, you know, the blessing for us in all humility is, uh, you know, it's like they're saying, hey, you know, Ira, you guys did a fantastic job with these students. These people come into our restaurants, and it's it's like they know what they're doing, and they have the, the attitude. You know, as chefs, even any business, even probably Christian radio stations, you know, people hire, they hire for attitude, right? We want the people that are going to be like Jesus, obedient, obedient, a good servant, someone who, you know, has knows, has knowledge but also has that that inner inner sense of uh the uh the peace and the confidence that comes with experience 
So we try to instill that, and we've been blessed that people are going like, hey, you know, these young people, these people that are coming from your school are, are you know, are there. They're expressing, they're expressing God. They're expressing Christ, you know. So that's where we're just giving him the glory. We just present him every morning at the school, and, and he plants a seed. We add our gift, and then we, we see the results. You know, you always see the, you judge the tree by the fruit, right? Mm. Amen. So we're blessed that that uh, um, these students, these fruits are out there, and uh, people are praising God for them. So, hey, <laughs> job done. We're really excited about that. Chefs Leo and Lizette Griego are with the Christian Culinary Academy. So I'm going to turn this to you next, Lizette. Who are some of the favorite types of people that you love to teach, to have them glean from your experience and just the places you've been and the things you've done over the years, especially having some food aversions and yet taking what a lot of people might call a thorn in in your side Mm -hmm. and then creating great things out of that obstacle? Well, what I try to do is I, first and foremost, I try to create... um, the mindset where uh, Jesus is primary. So um, what happens is, like with the class, I I just wanted to mention the class. uh, It's great to see, like when you start in the beginning of the year with the class, it's like using raw product and you see them during the year turn into this a group of people that work like a well-oiled machine. And to me, that was very impressive to see that. And in the industry, I've taught a lot of people. I've also worked at the New York Institute of Technology. I've also worked at their culinary arts uh, center. And um, working with people, you want, um, you want people with a good heart. Like Chef Leo said, you want people with a good attitude uh, with food, I also believe that you impart some of that into your food when you cook, you know, um, and then um, when you train people, you want people that are inquisitive, you know, you want people that have um, amazing, uh, they don't have to have amazing results, they just have to have an amazing attitude. So to me, that's, that is worth seeing. It's like seeing a flower open. You know, they they had they were planted in soil, and then with the little sun, meaning Jesus, and then they they open, they open to uh, receive His gift, which is food, culinary, or they might go on to something else. Yeah, they've got to not they've got to want to know, right. inquisitive in the fact that they want to know, and they'll listen. You know, we all know that by listening is important. Listening to the Word of God is important. So. Uh, those people that show an in- inquisitiveness, the desire, it's kind of the key to that passion. They're looking for their passion. They're seeing if it's in the food. And so all we can kind of do is kind of guide them. But, yeah, those kind of people that show have a hunger, if you will, for the knowledge, those are the people that you kind of, you know, you want everybody to be that way. Mm. So... You've certainly gotten the name of Christian Chefs International and the Christian Culinary Academy out there into the world. If you've got prospective students wanting to come all the way from Australia and you have internships going on, not only here in the Pacific Northwest, but actually out in England. So what's the great example of a restaurant or a ministry situation that you would like to partner with when it comes to these internships? All of them. 
Absolutely. Every single one of them. It's, you know what I mean? It's kind of, is it one? It's, it's, you know, it's about finding the one that needs, needs his touch, but uh, we want to be all on the same page, right? He's coming back for one church. Last I checked. So we need to be all on the same page just as people in the broadcast industry are reaching out to those in the food service industry like us. We're working together. And so it's hard to say partner with one. And, you know, I just, maybe being greedy, I want to partner with them all, you know, plus the world itself. You know, if we can spread that word food-wise, attitude-wise, you know, it's about expressing a, a changed life about Jesus working on our life. So we just take that. We want to take it to everybody out there. So uh, It's Marketplace Ministry, friends, and the Christian Culinary Academy is part of Christian Chefs International, a 501c3 nonprofit charitable organization helping cooks and chefs grow closer to Jesus and each other through fellowship through the Christian Culinary Academy. You can find out more by following them on Facebook, checking out their blog, their conference, different Resources on their webpage, which happens to be christianchefs.org. That's christianchefs.org. More with chefs Leo and Lizette Griego next on Difference Makers on True Talk 800. You're listening to Difference Makers on True Talk 800. My name is Mike Lee. I'm a bit of a butcher in the kitchen. (laughs) I'm a rules boy, so if I follow a recipe, it has to be exact. Now, my beautiful wife, Pam, on the other hand, is a creative sort. She puts things together because... They feel right. Of course, when I put things together, it tends to be emptying the leftovers out of the fridge. And she exclaims, you can't do that. So as professors, as chefs at the Christian Culinary Academy, does it really take all types of students that you experience out in Cannon Beach? Do you have rules-oriented people? Do you have creative types? Are they generally more creative than not? What are your perspective students looking like on a, at an annual basis? Oh, they're diverse as anything. They're very different. Yeah. Over the years, seen, it's hard to say that a person, personality type, uh, wants to go to culinary school because a lot of people like cooking, right? It can be a personality like yourself, Mike, or your wife. Some people are will look at it differently, yet they have a passion or have an interest in, in, in cooking. And culinary arts, as a culinary art, as a... Uh, form of entertainment, like we see on uh, on the, all the food network stations, programs, and mass all over the world. It's a it's a popular subject. People want to know more. Knowledge is power. So we find that as teachers, we tend to be uh, uh, accepted more. They they like knowing, having that information. And uh, a lot of people come to us. Some of us come to us like, uh, I saw this cook on a show do this. Can you show me how to do that? Sure, I can I can help fix it so that you can understand it. So those things are, some people want to just learn how to do something, a technique, or just have that general knowledge so they can be like whoever they their favorite cook is. Because usually those cooks out there are sharing from a wealth of experience. And that's what's coming out. So we want to give them a, a jump start to that life, realizing it's a lifelong commitment. So let me ask you as experts, chefs Lizette and Leo Griego, I remember when ER was in its prime time, a lot of people I knew in the medical industry would say, well, that's not really real. So flip that to what you see on 
HGTV or on the cooking shows, <laughs> the home and garden type shows, these reality type shows, or maybe even the contest ones like Cupcake Wars yeah. or Iron Chef. How real are these shows when it comes to what you do in the real world? Well, they're real entertainment, and they're real entertaining, and a lot of those shows are showing really viable techniques, and they're quite a display, and that's why people in interested in cooking uh, see those shows, and they go, wow, I, I want to do that, or I would like to do that. So they do a great service in drawing attention. I think, like, entertainment as an industry, uh, for instance, if you were to be, you know, if you thought you could get more listeners by wearing a red nose and red hair, uh, you know... Quality right. Sometimes they make a show, and like some of those uh, uh, cook cooking shows or whatever, they would uh, they would they want them to express a different personality. So there might be a little friction, a little this things that the world is tickled by that that we're not. We would like to see everybody get along and have a good time and work together. But they kind of they you know they do things just to. It's kind of like watching a soap opera. Sure. You know, you want to see who's gonna. You want to see who's gonna get chopped, right? I love that show, Chopped. You know, like, who's gonna get chopped? Hey, chop, chop, chop. You know, it's uh, it's amazing. So I think they do a service. They bring a lot of awareness out about cooking. Uh, some of those things are are and knowing uh, some people in the industry, some of those things are uh, scripted. And as such, you got to realize that you know you can't you can't take all of it, but you can take pieces of it. Discerning. Uh, so all I can say is you can discern, and then if you're really, really interested, uh, come to a place like us for the for what we consider the real deal. We give we try to give quality education, not just book learning, in a total sense. Chef Lizette, you've taught all over the country. Are there any highlights or situations that stand out in your mind that were especially rewarding to you? Yes, actually, while I was at camp at Red Cloud, um, I was cooking, I was the executive chef, and um, this one woman came up to me, was a, uh, she had a family of five, and three of the children had three different uh, allergies, one had a soy allergy, one had a wheat allergy, and one had a dairy allergy, so I actually uh, designed their menu so that everyone could eat the same uh, the same thing and they wouldn't feel badly about what they were eating. So, uh, you know, why mm -hmm. does why does Johnny have this and, and Susie have that, you know? So uh, she came up to me at the end of the retreat and she was crying and she was so grateful and that touched me deeply and it still does. You know, I, I think about her and pray about her, uh, you know, to have her move on with their allergies, you know, and it's just, uh, that was just truly heartfelt and it truly touched me. Good for you, Chef Lizette. What a game changer. Think about it. I'd have to say as a dad, a lot of the quality time that we have most is either driving around one-on-one, -on -one, dropping a kid off here or picking a kid up or around the meal table. Mm -hmm. Amen. And Amen. By the grace of God and your creativity and education and experience, Lizette, you were able to bring this family back together in a way where they wouldn't have to make five different meals every day that they could actually eat together. Right. And she was also uh, very thankful because uh, we, w we wound up doing three meals a day. And then I also did two sessions of snacks and then uh, 
tailored their snacks to their allergies as well. So they didn't go without for the whole week, and she was very grateful for that. Off on a tangent here, it seems to me that allergies and food aversions are more evident today than they were when I was first growing up. You know, back then, of course, I'm 50 now, it seemed like keep peanut butter away from the kid with peanut butter allergies. But outside of that, it was pretty much open game. Whereas nowadays, especially here in the Pacific Northwest, where we're just so hip and cool and foodie and tree hugging, it seems we have celiac, we have different uh, gluten-free type people, flour-free people, sugar-free people. Has the world changed or have we just adjusted to things more than we have in the past? Awareness. We're more aware. aware. They probably all existed in some form. Like uh, the thing that popped up while while Chef Lizette was talking was, you know, diet, the word diet. Diet is a way of life. And as you use the word game changer, uh, you know, like the show Difference Maker, it can save a life. Your diet can save your life, obviously. If you were, let's say you were uh, sensitive to uh, like wheat, like celiac type person, but not so much. But by keeping that going into your system, you're poisoning yourself. So... When you go get free of that, right, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. When you're freed of that, then then you can truly begin to live. So I think a diet is a way of life and not something to do because you're sick or not something you do because I want to lose weight to look good in a bathing suit. So it's kind of like finding that balance that he wants us to have. And this knowledge is power. And the knowledge leads us into being aware. You're aware. So, oh, People are allergic to white things, you know, flour, sugar, whatever. People are allergic to shellfish, to certain berries. So people start getting knowledge or they want to know why. So as they learn more why, sometimes they can actually use diet to help cure themselves by avoiding gluten. Um, they found that gluten is, uh, as she could share better than I can, but it so much affects a lot of our health issues. So people are eating gluten-free for health reasons, not just the celiac people. But I think that, personally, I think that is because we have been poisoning ourselves over much, like Americans, how much sugar do we eat? Sugar and salt, sugar, salt, sugar, salt. And yes, we have high blood pressure and heart disease, all those other fun things that affect us worse than any other peoples on the earth. So we have to think about that, and ultimately it comes back to that. So knowledge is power. So... Her mission, our mission is is to present that in a way that it can still is still beautiful, delicious, memorable cuisine, but it's also good in the sense that God is good. Well, amen to that. In our final two minutes before break, I want to ask both you, Chef Leo, and you, Chef Lizette, throughout your experiences, what stands out? What's different about going to Cannon Beach and attending the Christian Culinary Academy? Well, I'll start because when I first came out here, it's strictly a move of God. I think you have to just, you know, part of the experience is putting yourself in his hands and going as he leads, when, where, and why. Um, but on the, <laughs> I guess, how wonderful it is, for instance, people here in this area, we have beautiful natural surroundings in, in Oregon as, as a rule in the coast. Most people, even here in Portland area, know that it's just, you know, a couple hours over the hill and you're on you know, beautiful beaches. Uh, we have a, people can come from different parts of the world and they come to the Oregon coast. How beautiful is that? Our kitchen is literally overlooks the ocean is seven steps down to the beach. Uh, and you're there in a Christian environment. 
I think nature, God has created nature that's, and yes, Chef Lizette, what do you have to say? Um, <laughs> I find working uh, with the students at the Christian Culinary Academy, um, they're filled with grace. I find them filled with grace. They're willing to learn. They're willing to uh, give each other uh, a hand up, a shoulder up. They're always willing to help each other. And I, I love seeing that because it's just very, um, it's very uplifting for me as an instructor to, you know, walk around the classroom and say, okay, uh, you know, how are you doing over here? And I'll get the answer. Oh, so and so is helping me. I was like, that is. I just find that very fantastic, and I I'm very grateful to be a part of that mission. Some wonderful insights from chefs Lizette and Leo Griego about the Christian Culinary Academy. Not only a very well respected culinary school, but it's a God centered one as well. In beautiful Cannon Beach, Oregon, with a very <clears throat> intense certificate in culinary arts. Available in just one year's time. More information at christianchefs.org. That's christianchefs.org. More with chefs Leo and Lizette next on Difference Makers on True Talk 800. Thank you for joining Difference Makers on True Talk 800. Mike Lee here. And from Christian Chefs International and the Christian Culinary Academy, we have Chef Lizette and Leo Griego. So it's good to have both of you aboard. And what was really neat is I'm not really a bit of a foodie. I kind of have to follow other people's opinions. Otherwise I'm just going to constantly get burned. So we got to go to this wonderful, what do you call it? A gastro pub. Mm-hmm. Okay, I never heard that term before you introduced me to groundbreaker, which is a gluten free restaurant. Facility. And the, the food whole facility is wonderful. Free, so we love the attitude that they expressed in their, in their, on their web presence and in their, on their, I think it was on their menu itself. It says you are safe here. Because for a large contingent of the population, my wife included, that are celiac, they are allergic, i.e. when you're allergic to something, if you come in contact with it, it could be potentially fatal. Uh, It's not a fun thing to, or to brush off and to realize that. So we found a facility that was completely gluten-free and had a wide, diverse menu as we experienced today. Um, it was just really lovely place because one thing that we don't do, even though she's a professional chef, we don't, we can't take the risk of going out that something in the air on the table in the kitchen itself would become a source of cross contamination, which we understand in a food safety sense very well, but people don't think about that. The fact that they were holding a piece of bread and then made a salad for someone who is gluten free, they would get that in their system and could create a lot of problems. So so it's great to go to a place where we could feel safe. So I'm guessing when you teach your courses at Christian Culinary Academy, you teach your students very, very well what to mix and what to not mix, right? Very carefully. Mm -hmm. And then food safety itself, we're both certified teachers. And uh, so we take that very seriously also into the point where Unless the students graduate from a successfully get a certificate of uh, food safety uh, internationally, nationally recognized, that that's part of their. They have to have that to graduate. It's like a a prerequisite to the final graduation to be able to to, sh- and that's by basically showing that you understand completely 
and in a in a spiritual way we i always shared that that's how we show the love of god Absolutely. we show the love of god by how much we care about the person eating our food that we will go to any lengths you know even to lay down your life to make sure that that person has safe food whether it's a grilled cheese sandwich or a five-star meal it's all about the safety so so chef lizette you seem to have the same servant's heart that your husband does so can you tell me not only was your upbringing just kind of tweaked by working alongside that restaurant with your brother as a teenager but why did your faith become your own because you're not just in this for the cooking game you're doing it as an act of servanthood to try to bring people closer to jesus well the lord has been my mainstay since i can even remember um i had a um i always had a strong relationship with him even from the time i was five and six and singing you know in church and you know just being in sunday school and you know being with other kids and teachers and you know coloring pictures of jesus and i always um and i was always uh part of that um i had rededicated myself in 2008 at 50 um and i had said to him well the first 50 was for me and the next 50 is for you and so <laughs> he immediately uh wound up putting me out in arizona in a health food store and he wound up, that was a precursor to going to Colorado. And then from Colorado, um, I moved here with Chef Leo to Oregon. How wonderful. So mm-hmm. how, how's from it been? Long, from Long Island to Arizona, that's, that's quite a, that is you quite say a yes trip. to God, you, you don't know where, the first time I say the first two letters in God are go, and the second two are odd. So he doesn't, you know what I mean? It's like when he told Abraham, go. And he goes, where? Um, uh, you'll know it when you see it. It shouldn't be surprising <clears throat> that Chef Leo used to be a radio host. And maybe, just maybe, that'll happen again on True Talk 800 or 93.9 KPDQ one of these days, if the Lord should tarry and open up those opportunities. Amen, but amen. you certainly got a, a wealth of information and great <laughs> stories, Chef Leo. So I'll ask you the same question I asked your lovely bride here. When did your faith become your own? Well, you know, I had a similar thing when I was young and in church. It's I was always so, so fascinated to learn, you know, when I went into the, the, the building, right, into the physical building, and I saw a person as a young child, you know, depicted hanging on the cross and wondering at this gruesome figure, what was this all about? And then when I expressed that and found out about him when they said that, it's about this man, person, Jesus, who died for me. You know, I remember getting that, and I wanted more. I think I was like eight or nine in that range, but I just so fell in love with Jesus that I wanted to be one of those people up there, you know, the people up on the on the altar area that were, because they were giving people Jesus. And I wanted to do that, too. I wanted to to be close to him, so that... That was also, but I had an experience similar to Chef Lizette as, uh, you know, later on you go through life, life happens, gets in the way, distracts you, takes you away. You've fallen away. You've gone away. You've made those choices, wrong choices. Um, but at the same time, I always felt, you know, in the back of the front of my mind back there that, that he was there. I felt myself protected. 
I felt myself loved, whether I deserved it or not, or felt I deserved it. So I had that type of a similar experience more than a couple times, you know, when I had to, each step was a, another level closer. So it was a, from the beginning, it started out with love and went through other phases as, as it gets more into what it truly is, which is love. A new relationship with my, we're newlyweds, even though we're older than the average newlywed couple. And uh, as such, uh, we're looking forward to, because our, our love is based on an eternal father and eternal love, same person that died for us, he loved us first. So we're just carrying that on and excited about it. The two of you have seen your share of losses over the years, but now you're like a bunch of giddy little teenagers <laughs> together. It's really quite the sweetest thing. You can't really see this giddy. on camera, but my jaw hit the counter when you mentioned your age, Lizette, because you look incredible. So maybe it's the celiac thing. Maybe you're eating more healthy. Maybe it's the grace of God. It's the Lord. And he keeps Leo, me since, young. since last I saw you, you've lost a good amount of weight. Uh, yes. You're probably in the shape she of your life. Me. I met you. When I say she feeds me well, it's not like she's feeding me cream puffs and, you know, deep fried in butter or anything like that. It's not so much the richness. But we see richness as an expression of, of God's word. He talks about the word. He talks about the fatness and the richness. So we enjoy that kind of thing, you know. But she does feed me well in the manner that she is, and so I feel healthier all around. And without thinking, without actively pursuing it, I'm finding that the weight is just kind of falling off, just kind of leaving at a at an organic rate once again. And so I'm feeling better and better and better, and now I have to go buy new clothes, and it's great. It's a good problem to have. <laughs> right, so I have to ask the experts, when you trek out here from the Oregon coast, are there certain Portland establishments that you find are must-see restaurants for you to visit, if you can? She's brand new, and I'm still fairly new. So, you know, today's was I'm definitely going to come back there again because of that safety factor, but now we know what to look for. And now we have friends in the area, like Mike, who would like to get together and <laughs> we'll go out to lunch again sometime, I'm oh, soon. I'm looking forward yeah, to it, especially Ira Crizo has his own story Absolutely. to share. Absolutely. And can, that's an uh, exciting one as well. So it's an excuse to go out with people who know what they're doing, <laughs> as opposed to may, maybe more blue-collar types like me. You know it's bad when you offer to take someone out from a rescue mission, and he asks if you could just change restaurants? Oh yeah, that's that's a yeah, that's a sign. <laughs> that's a sign right there for sure. TrueTalk800.com on the Difference Makers page has all the links to the Christian Culinary Academy and Christian Chefs International. Follow them on Facebook and LinkedIn at Christian Chefs International, and the website is ChristianChefs.org. That's ChristianChefs.org. Now enrolling for classes starting October 2nd. Chefs Leo and Lizette, thanks so much for coming in today. Anyone you want to send a shout-out to? Yeah, well, I know if he's listening on the Internet, Chef Ira might remember to listen to, to your restream tomorrow, right? Replay tomorrow on Saturday? Yes, uh, we re-air Difference Makers Saturday mornings at 11, and I'll make sure I, I get the podcast up without the commercials All so right. you can listen to it at your leisure. I'm just let Ira know that uh, that uh, we're missing him and looking forward to him coming back, and uh, Mike's looking forward to going out to lunch with him. Good times again with <laughs> Chefs Leo and Lizette Griego of Christian Chefs International and the Christian Culinary Academy. More info at ChristianChefs.org. That's ChristianChefs.org. And thanks for joining Difference Makers on True Talk 800. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.